This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. I consider it one of Atlanta's best-kept secrets. It is Ron Clark and the Ron Clark Academy here in the Atlanta area. He is best-selling author, award-winning educator, and in-demand business consultant. Ron Clark has been bringing his innovative leadership principles to the classroom and now into the boardroom with his new book, Move Your Bus. And Ron, I've had my eye on you for about 15 years and when you started the Ron Clark Academy and I was hearing of all the innovative uh, uh, changing of the paradigm of education that you were doing I was like this guy he's a mover and a shaker and he's going to make some positive changes in this city and lo and behold here you are sitting six feet away from me and i couldn't i've I've been just like a giddy schoolgirl all day knowing that you were coming in so thanks for joining us today thanks i'm glad to be here okay so tell me just a little bit about your background because you are so young to have this wisdom really? <laughs> so did you just wake up one day and go wow i have the wisdom of job well i never thought i would teach i was actually working in a dunkin donuts in north carolina <laughs> about 21 years ago and a teacher at a local school passed away a fifth grade teacher and my mother twisted my arm and said i should go substitute teach I went into school and the kids were crazy and throwing paper and the principal said, oh, you should take this job. And I said, no, ma'am, I'm not interested. (laughs) But this little kid looked up and said, is you going to be our new teacher? And I said, oh, I guess so. And so the next day I started teaching full time and it was wild and I loved it. And I instantly tried to be different. I wanted to make it harder because I thought it was too easy. I said, these kids can do more. we got to push them. The more you expect, the more you're going to get. I wanted it to be hands-on. I wanted it to be exciting. I didn't want to waste time. I thought... All these kids, it's so slow now in school and it's boring. I want to make it go fast. Let's have it rapid and exciting. And so I started doing all those things, and my principal called me in and said, I love it. I love what you're doing. She said, but I have one favor. And I said, yes, ma'am, what is it? She said, I want you to close your door. And I said, oh, my goodness, am I being too loud? She said, no, you're not too loud, but you're causing problems because the other teachers don't want to do the things you're doing. I got parents calling me saying, can you put my kid in his class? She said, so do what you do, just close your door. So instantly I had an idea. I had a vision of a school that would be unlike any school in the world. It would be a school where we got the best teachers in the whole country. We put them all in one building, and then we told them, open your doors. Teach in ways that are different, creative, push these kids, challenge them, and then we're going to open our doors and let the world come and watch. And so that's the school we have now here in Atlanta. And every week we have hundreds of educators that come from all over the country and around the world that come to spend time in our school to learn about our methods, and they take our methods back to their school system. We've had just under 30,000 who've come to visit so far, so we really have started a revolution. You know... Ron, my kids go to great schools here in this city, and I'm reading up on you over the last two weeks, and I'm watching YouTube videos, and my 11-year-old is sitting beside me, and he's hearing everything that you're talking about, and he said, Mommy, they don't want you to be creative in school, and my stomach just sank, Yeah, and I'm, I'm just heartbroken that this is what my child is is bringing home as what he thinks that he's supposed to be doing in school 
Right. It's teach to a test, prepare for a test. It's all about here's the curriculum, sit and learn. And it's not about teaching kids to think independently. When our kids leave our school, they get hundreds of thousands of dollars of scholarships to go to boarding schools, private schools. And what these boarding schools tell us is that they love our kids so much because they think independently. They don't need someone to tell them what to do. They've been taught at our school how to think creatively, how to solve a problem. And if you look globally, it's the one thing we have on the Chinese. I spend a lot of time in China. I take the fifth graders and we go every year and we do work over there. And what we found is that in China, in terms of math and science, we can't compare. They're so far ahead of us. But where they lack is how to be creative. They don't know how to formulate a thought that is different from what you're just being told to think. And so in America, the one thing that we have over every nation in the world is that we teach kids to be innovative, to think of problem-solving methods that that are are not the norm, to to have that independent thought. And so now that I see that leaving from our school system, it's really a concern. And that's one of the things that we teach educators when they come to visit our school. Okay, your school, uh, Ron Clark Academy, you have 300 students. Um, You have educators that are coming in, trying to learn from you. I mean, this is not happening fast enough in in my mind. We have got to get more Ron Clark Academies open nationwide. We've got to franchise you. We don't want to. I'm not doing it. I mean, people (laughs) ask all the time. Please. We don't want to. We're we're very... um, clear on our mission. Our mission is that we have one school. It's here in Atlanta. We've got national educators from all over the country teaching in our school. Oh, it's hard to get school. in. I've been on the website. Yeah. It's lock and key, buddy. <laughs> and so it's, it's, a, it's a dynamic place and we just focus on making this school the best school in the world. And then people come, learn from our methods, and take our methods back. When an educator comes to our school, they see about 150 techniques that we're using to inspire kids, the way we question kids, the way we discipline, the way we inspire them to, to work harder. So what they do is they take what works for them, and they go back and they implement it in their school system. We've got evidence, thousands of schools, we have a free app. It's just Ron Clark Academy. Anybody can download it, and you can see every day thousands of educators are putting all over the country pictures and evidence of what they're doing in their classroom. They learn from us, and so we really have created a revolution. It's pretty cool. I'd say the to say the least. Okay, <laughs> so Oprah told you to write a book. Yes, she did. So, therefore... You, you write the book. You got to listen to Oprah. <laughs> oh, when Oprah says write a book, you write a book. So you've written Move Your Bus. Tell us about that. Okay. Well, most of my books are about how I educate kids and how we as parents can raise kids. But I decided a couple of years ago that I would write a book about how I manage the school because people always say the way I lead is very different. And so if you picture a bus, that's how I picture my school. And on every bus and in every organization, you have some runners who are killing it, and they're doing a great job. Then some joggers who do their job okay. Then you have some walkers who are kind of being pulled by the bus, and they're negative, and they're not really putting all their effort in. Then you have some riders who have picked up their feet, and they're just dead weight on the bus, and it's making the rest of us work harder. So when I used to be in previous schools before I was here in Atlanta, I used to focus on the riders. I said, doggone it, why aren't they doing more? Why don't they help us out? Why don't they contribute more? And I did a lot to try to improve them professionally. And I finally realized you can get a rider to walk, but a rider's never going to run. No. And so I was like, I feel like I'm wasting my time here. So I decided to take my energy and put it on my runners. So I started validating them, um, praising them, offering them help, giving them resources they needed. And I started just letting them know that they were seen and heard and that their, their voices were really valuable um, in, in our organization. And it changed the organization. It became electric. These runners were on fire. And they started doing more. And what happened is that the disparity between the work they were doing and the work that the riders are doing grew so 
so great that the writers, some of them realized, oh, my gosh, I've got to get up and do more. And then some of them realized, you know, I think I should leave this organization. This isn't the right fit for me, which I was like, yes, it's awesome. Don't let the door hit you in the back. Yeah, don't let the door. Goodbye. But um, that's fine. But so what happened is that this book, Move Your Bus, is about how the people you work with, whether they are riders, joggers, walkers, runners, it's how to inspire everyone to, to go faster. And you can read it, and you, it, there's scenarios. It'll, it'll help you figure out which one on the bus you are. And then it gives hundreds of tips of things that we can all do to improve the organization that are easy and free. I mean, I'm looking at some of these. It says, get there early. Yeah, it's just Duh. Isn't this what your parents always said? Yeah, but it's not just get there early to work. It's like get early to a meeting because I have a lot of meetings, and whenever I have a meeting, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a runner. I am. I, I, every moment of my life is valuable, and when I walk into a room and I've got some runners sitting around that table and we're waiting on two individuals to come join the meeting before we can start, they may think, oh, it's just a few minutes, but those minutes are valuable. So it's be on time, be early, because if you're not going to be a runner, the last thing you want to do is to get in the way of the runners. And wear your good clothes. Yep. If anybody's ever been to our school, our staff, we look like we stepped off of GQ. We <laughs> we are intent on being well-groomed. Um, our nails are perfect. I, we, I mean, the clipped and and our hair and, and ties tied perfectly. Everybody dresses professionally because if you want to be treated like a professional, you um, wear professional attire. When I first started teaching in North Carolina, everybody was wearing sweatpants to teach. And then Friday was dress down day. I said, <laughs> where, do you, How, go from where here? do you go from sweatpants? <laughs> And so um, I decided that I wanted to be different, and so I started wearing my suits. And when parents walked in to speak to me, the reverence they held for me because I looked like a professional was so different from the way they treated everyone else. I'm scared for you to walk out of here and walk through the newsroom. Uh, <laughs> radio, we're not known for our dress. Um, ask for help. Yes. Um, a lot of times people who are working with us, they won't want to ask for help because it's embarrassing. They feel like it's a sign of weakness. But actually, I love and I encourage everyone in my organization, if you need help, ask for it. If you need direction, ask for it. I'd rather you ask for direction than to make a decision that's the wrong decision or to be afraid to make a decision because you're uncertain if you're just going to be correct or not. Now, you are asked to speak at Fortune 500 companies all the time yep. as a motivational speaker. Are these... I just run my mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> but it works for you. But I have, a, I have an idea that you don't because one of your things is listen more than you talk. Yes. And so when you go to a meeting, a lot of times people will think, oh, I need to, to show that I am powerful and show that I'm smart. I need to talk a lot in this meeting. But actually, sometimes sitting back and listening, that's wiser and kind of um, learning what everyone else is saying and being focused more on what they're saying than what you're trying to say. Um, that's a suggestion I give to people I work with. It just it seems to work much better. You know, Neil Bortz has always said, don't say everything you know every time you open your mouth. Exactly. Just because you think it, you don't need to share it. Yes. And I tell my staff, listen, if you're going, if you have a problem you want to point out, don't dare point out the problem unless you're going to follow it right up with the solution. It's just, it's just you wasting my time. Just hush. Just hush. Okay, we're speaking with Ron Clark, and he is motivational speaker, acclaimed. Uh, teacher heck he's been on oprah he's won teacher of the year by a disney american teacher of the year by the disney a phenomenal man um and been on oprah several times uh so we're just happy that he took a couple of minutes out of his busy schedule we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to uh, talk a few more minutes with ron clark uh so he can give you a couple of words of wisdom so he can help you move your bus you're listening to atlanta 
living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. I have one of our diamonds of the city, Ron Clark, in the studio, New York Times bestselling author of The Essential 55 and his latest book, Move Your Bus, an extraordinary new approach to accelerating success in work and life. And he uh, is the founder of the Ron Clark Academy, um, revolutionary, revolutionary nonprofit middle school here in Atlanta. Atlanta. So, Ron, you've been on the Oprah Show. You've gotten uh, American Teacher of the Year by the Disney Corporation. So give us, we have about a minute and a half left. Give us two or three things we can do today in our home life or our work life that will give us the most impact to change our lives. <laughs> As individuals? As individuals, whether it's going to be to change ourselves or or our work life. Well, here's what I say. I tell my staff and my students all the time that we have a choice. We can de- we can determine our fate for the day. We can choose to look around ourselves and see all the negative, and we can point out all the problems around us, or we can be blessed and see all of the wonderful things around us. And so I encourage my, st- my staff to only speak positive energy. I used to complain a lot when I first opened the school. I said, this is so hard. Fundraising for this school is so difficult. I've had diarrhea. The board <laughs> members you know, aren't working well with me. It was so hard. And I really that everyone around me said, well, you know what? This is hard, and we're, we're struggling too, and, and I had diarrhea. So I realized that when I was negative, people around me became negative, and I learned really quickly I need to put good energy out there because my grandma always told me what you put out, you get back. And so I tell everyone who's listening to try to be positive, smile more, try to uplift others, and you uplift yourself as well in the process. And so the feedback from your book is magnificent. I'm going to go out and buy several copies to give out around the office. And it's uh, Ron Clark, Move Your Bus, The Extraordinary New Approach to Accelerating Success and Work and Life. And it's really a lot of common sense that should have stuck with you from uh, your younger years that seems to have washed away um, as you grew up. Ron, it was such a pleasure to spend time with you today. as well. Continued success. Thank you. Atlanta is so proud. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. I'm you're glad to be here. Yes, you're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Sometimes the clutter in your closets and drawers can make you nutty. Well, do you want to make some money from all the clutter? You can do that. There is a new venture coming to Atlanta called Virage Cell. And I have the creator behind the Virage Cell in the studio, Tammy Zuckerman. And Tammy started this because she was like many of us, just tired of the clutter. So, Tammy, tell us your story and how you came to create Virage Cell, which is an online virtual garage sale. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. 
The story begins three and a half years ago when I was pregnant with my son and I was on a preventative mat leave. So I was spending a lot of time in bed and I was also pretty nauseous. So a lot of time in bed. Yeah. And I decided to declutter my home to make room for the baby. And so I started to post items on traditional classified websites as well as lots of social media um, websites as well. And I just felt like the experience was a little disorganized often a little creepy. And so I wanted to build something better. And I turned to my husband, who happened to be a web developer. Oh, <laughs> So that was convenient and asked him to just build me the perfect buy and sell social platform. And that's exactly what we did. And, you know, three and a half later is here we are today. Three and a half years later, here we are today. Okay. So several people, um, well, lots of people have turned to uh, online garage sales because Traditional garage sales, well, gosh, you know, you're putting <laughs> all your wares on your front lawn or and you have people traipsing through your property and it's just much easier to list it online and you're reaching many more people. So people are turning to um, eBay, Craigslist, but finding that they don't have the same um uh, they're they're feeling uncomfortable and a little creepy with those. Some don't show pictures, and like you said, it's cumbersome. Tell me how Virage Sale and it's V A R A G S A L E Virage Sale. Right. Tell me how that is different than the Craigslist and the Ebay's out there. So Virage Sale really focuses on community, and it's really important for us to make the users feel like they're in a trusted environment. Um, because as you said, it, it can be a little bit creepy on classified websites. That was my concern and it's why I built Virage Sale. When you join a community, um, the membership list is vetted by a local administrator. She looks at, you know, all the profile pictures to make sure that, you know, it's 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 a normal picture as yeah. well as as a real name. You have to connect with Facebook, which means that you have to provide your your profile picture and name. And also, once you're let into the community, the members are able to click on your name, see all that you have for sale, as well as view reviews of the seller. So, you know, you can see um, it's called we, we call it praises. You can see a real history of a seller and how people feel about them. And that just makes for a more trusted environment. So if you have a history of um, of maybe. Uh, promising more than you can deliver or if you have a bad history people are going to see that and not want to do business with you and on the reverse side if you are great and people love doing business with you it's going to say that yeah I think if you click on someone's name and they don't have any praises then you know you might want to ask a few more questions and talk to them um, but normally you'll see lots of praises. People, you're prompted to praise right after a transaction, and people are really generous with that. So I, I joined uh, quickly after I heard that that you were coming to Atlanta with Virage Sale because um, I'm constantly trying to declutter because, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, less is more. And every time I open a drawer or a closet, I'm just open it to see what can I get rid of? What can I, uh, you know, if that if we haven't used that in a year, it's out of there. And um, so it, it, I found it very easy to download the app and I did it on my phone. 
and um, it seems like it's broken up into neighborhoods. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So you're not driving across, you know, the whole state um, or seeing items across the whole state. You're seeing stuff that's really local to you. Okay, now tell me, if if I'm looking on the website of Virage Sale, tips are tricks for haggling online. I mm-hmm. am not one of those people who can do that. You tell me this item is $100, I'm going to hand you $100. I'm not one of those people. But if you have that gift or can do that, more power to you. But what are some tricks for haggling online? I, I think that's a great question. If you click on someone's name, as I said before, you can see all they have for sale. So if you're buying an abundance of items, I think you could send the member a private message and say, hey, you know, I'm buying 10 articles of clothing and that comes out to, you know, uh, $34. Do you think we could do it for 30 I think that's a good way of doing it because you are helping them declutter their home and you are buying more than one item and you're doing it privately. So that makes it less, you know, you're not you're not uh, diminishing the value of their items publicly. Okay. Now, what about etiquette tips for buying and selling with your neighbors? I mean, these are the people who are next door or two doors down and you don't want to make them mad. I I haven't even seen people get angry on Virage Sale. It's such a family-friendly environment, and we're all coming from the same place. We, we're just trying to declare our homes and make a little bit of money. So people are generally you know, really, really nice. And you can set up a meet anywhere. You can set up a meet, you know, um, in a parking lot or at a doorstep. And generally what happens, and I can I can say this from a user's perspective, is that someone shows up the door, you just start talking about the neighborhood. And nobody nobody's going to be rude after that. Right, exactly. Now, how do you exchange the, the goods or the product on Virage Sale? So here's basically how it works. Um, You see a feed of items. It's almost like really awesome window shopping. I like to stand in line at the grocery store and just scroll through the feed. From there, you would hit the, uh, you'd click on the interested button and it would send you to a private message with the seller and you'd start talking about the item. Alternatively, you can, you can post publicly questions right below the item in a comment um, and, and, and ask questions about the item as well. From there, you would just arrange uh, a pickup location and you'd meet and you'd find, you know, your great deal, give your money and maybe make a friend along the way. Now, do you advise people meeting in public places? I see on a lot of these websites, porch pickup. Mm -hmm. What do you advise? I advise people to do what they're most comfortable doing. Some people just know their neighbors and feel very comfortable, you know, doing it at their doorstep. Um, sometimes they can see that they have a common friend within the community, and so that makes them more comfortable to do it at their doorstep. Others prefer to just meet in a public parking lot, either because they feel it's safer or because it's more convenient. Um, but the advice that I always give is to really just take a take a, take a look at who you're buying from, and, and that will make you do what you feel comfortable, I think. Okay, now, Virage Sale started in Canada, it did. Okay. Now, so you are moving to the U.S. Why did you choose Georgia as your first state in the U.S.? Uh, I'm just curious. Well, we're we're actually in 42 states in the U.S. and in all Canadian provinces. 
And in Georgia, we do have 12 existing communities, and there's actually been a demand to expand. Now, why Georgia? It's a great question. When I look at our uh, Georgia communities, one at the top of my head would be Griffin, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, They have 10,000 members and over 100,000 items. And when I watch how they interact with each other, I see this very family-friendly way of interacting. And that really embodies the values of Virage Sale. So why not start in Georgia? Oh, yeah, it's a very, and it's especially Atlanta, they they think it's a huge city, but it's just really made up of a, a lot of small communities. Yeah, and I see that. And the people here, this is my first time, I'll be honest, in Georgia. And so far, the people here have just been so warm and friendly. And that's what Virage Sale is all about. Now, you started decluttering your house because you were on maternity leave and you were having that pre-baby, got to get rid of everything Mm -hmm. and get ready. What are your tips for decluttering your home and finding those hidden treasures? I mean, everybody says one man's trash is another man's treasure. Well, it turns out to be true. I mean, items that I list that I'm just done with, people love. So (laughs) You're like, I wouldn't (laughs) haul that to the trash. (laughs) Correct, correct. Um, But I think, you know, as a mom, I, I look in my son's closet and we just love to buy our baby's clothes. Oh, and then yeah. and then grandparents love to buy our baby's clothes and friends. So we've got all kinds of gifts. I've got so many clothes with the tags still on and in and other stuff that's in such great condition because he's outgrown it all. Right. So I say start with the closet. Declutter that closet. Over 50% of of the stuff in my son's closet and actually we pulled um we pulled 500 um Georgian parents and we found that they also felt that half of the items in their closet weren't being used in their child's closet I should say so get rid of that stuff you know right and so I heard that we we wear less than uh, 80 percent of the things that are in our closet anyway we only wear 20 percent of the things that are in our closet so go through and I've also heard the trick turn all the hangers the opposite way and then as you wear that item and put it back, turn it the normal way. And then after a while, you'll see that there are not a lot of hangers turned <laughs> back the normal way. And you'll see what you really are wearing and what you're not. Yeah, that's a great idea. Separating your clothes in some way, whether it's turning your hanger or just, you know, maybe at the end of the rod kind of thing. That probably could work, too. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask Tammy, what are the items that sell the best on online uh, garage sales and what items just don't move very well at all in the past history. So we'll take that up next. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Belinda Skelton. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Welcome back, and we are decluttering your home with the help of a new virtual garage sale app that's starting here in the Atlanta area called Virage Sale. And we have the founder, Tammy Zuckerman, here in the studio. And I teased before the break, Tammy, what are the best sales things that sell on Virage Sale and the things that sit there forever? Great question. You you can sell almost anything on Virage Sale, but what we see a lot moving 
are children's clothing, toys, stuff for the family. Okay. And you can find great deals on on clothing just because, as I said earlier, you know, our kids tend to grow out of stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, But, you know, anything from a bottle of nail polish to a house really is listed on Verage Sale. What I can say about stuff that doesn't sell, it's not the item per se that doesn't sell. It's when you price it too high Hmm. or when the photo that you take isn't a great photo. Okay. Good advice. Okay. So there's a little incentive to join because there's a fundraiser, Virage Sale, the virtual garage sale app will donate $10 to a local PTA every time a new user signs up. So tell us quickly about that. Sure. So yes, we've partnered with Georgia PTA and that's really near and dear to my heart because when I developed the app, I was a former teacher as well as a parent. So we're excited to give back to the schools. As you said, you know, join VirageSale.com or download the app. It's free. PTA.VirageSale.com to get your school code. And when you when you post your first item, you will get $10 towards your local PTA units. And your PTA will be very happy you've done so. And you will be getting rid of lots of stuff in your house. Your PTA will get money. It's a win-win for everyone. So once again, this is a free app. Go to your app store, download Virage Sale, and then start selling, baby. Tammy Zuckerman with Virage Sale, thank you so much. And uh, I'd like to check back with you down the road and have our listeners call in and tell you how they do. I would love that. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. Folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.